Here's the thing about new Cherry Vanilla Coke. Though Cherry's named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been Vanilla Cherry Coke, or it could have been Coke Cherry Vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke Vanilla Cherry Coke or Cherry Vanilla Coke Coke. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, welcome back. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. Our second hour here on the Big Talker 1700, Jimmy B and TC. The only local sports talk radio program over the lunch hour. And that brings us to our next guest. Al Yellen, Bleed Cubby Blue, is here. He joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Al, good afternoon to you. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Um, Al, let's start first with the breaking news, and it has nothing to do with what the team has done on the field. It needs to go back many years now to Steve Bartman and the Chicago Cubs offering up a championship World Series ring to Bartman after he was treated so despicably by Chicago Cubs fans. Your thoughts? You know, honestly, when it comes to one of the World Series uh, last year, I thought that should be the last we ever hear of Steve Bartman. You know, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad the Cubs did this. It was a nice gesture. They probably should, in my opinion, they should have just done it quietly with no publicity. You know, I, I don't really see the need to open up this old, you know, this 14-year-old episode in Cubs history anymore. It's gone. It's done. They won the World Series. Let's move on. Yet here it is, and a guy that went away from the limelight. You know, there could have been plenty of things done. There's been plenty of people that have asked him tell his side of the story. He didn't do that, but uh, a nice gesture by the Cubs. And, and I think yet another thing you can chalk up to the Ricketts family, there have been some things that have certainly rankled some people, people in Wrigleyville, whatever reason, but it seems like an ownership group for the big market team that does seem to get it and, and get more than just the business side of things. Oh, there's no doubt they get it. And, and you, know, you know, Tom Ricketts is a Cubs fan. And, you know, the, the story about him spending time in the bleachers and meeting his wife there, it's all, you know, it's all true. He really does have the common touch, you know, especially for a guy who's, uh, you know, whose family is worth so much money. Um, you know, Tom goes around the ballpark talking to people, and, and it's, it's for real. He really does relate to, to Cubs fans. And so, you know, I think he, he feels the Bartman story from years ago, like all the rest of us did. And I'm glad, you know, it was a nice gesture. Uh, I, I think it might have been better done privately with no publicity at all. That might have been what Steve Bartman wanted. Uh, I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, now they've done it, they can move on and hopefully win another one. All right, so where are they now? It's been my assertion, Al, that they were deplorable in the first half of the season. But now that we are past the All-Star break, they have become one of the hotter teams in the National League, uh, the Dodgers being the hottest, then maybe Washington, and then the Cubs. So now that they have done what they needed to do against the Milwaukee Brewers, do you see them running away and hiding? Or do you see Milwaukee, St. Louis, or Pittsburgh hanging around at least to make it interesting? 
Well, you know, you don't want to predict that any team's going to run away with the division. A lot of things can happen. But in the uh, in the first two weeks after the break, you know, the Cubs look. This team looks like last year's team again. Uh, they're they're any time of hitting. They're getting really good starting pitching, uh, sweeping series. Maybe those four days obviously did a lot to help the players recharge and regroup. The Jose Quintana trade was a big deal, and I think not just for getting him, but I think that energized the whole team. And the trade they made uh, late last night for Justin Wilson and Alex Avila is also going to fill two needs that, that this team has going forward. Will they run away with it? I don't think they'll run away with it. Uh, you know, the Brewers are a pretty good team. They're probably a little bit ahead of in their rebuild of where they thought they would be in 2017. Uh, the Cardinals just don't look good at all. Uh, you know, they look at, like they're about at the end of their contending window. Uh, the Pirates are kind of inexplicable. They win a bunch of games in a row, then they lose a bunch of games in a row. In the end, they're probably about a 500 ball club. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the move that happened last night that you mentioned there, Al. Justin Wilson and Alex Avila coming over from the Tigers. Seems pretty simple for the spot of Avila. He'll be a backup catcher, uh, helping out Contreras. And, what, Carantini probably sent back down here to AAA Iowa. Is that your guess? Yeah, that'd be my guess. I mean, uh, Victor Carantini is obviously a talented player. He's sitting really well in Des Moines before he was called up. He obviously needs a little bit more time to be able to, uh, you know, hit major league pitching and work on his catching skills a little bit. He's no substitute for playing every day. He'll play every day for the month of August, probably come back to the Cubs in September. And, you know, Alex Avila is a free agent, probably leaving the Cubs at the end of the season. And Victor Caratina will be in uh, in contention for that backup job behind Wilson Contreras next year. And then uh, on the pitching side, what are you going to guess from there? Is it is it more than likely Justin Grimm that will be sent back down? Yeah, I would think so. Justin Grimm has options remaining. Mm-hmm. He's had kind of a strange season. He was really bad early, was sent down all once already, called back up. He was really good until the end of June. Now he's had a rough go of it in, in July. So he'll probably be sent down again. He'll come back in September. Whether he's with the Cubs going forward is, is an open question. But uh, he's kind of the odd man out in this bullpen at this point. With uh, what they're going to do now in the back end of the bullpen, Al, with uh, the addition of another lefty in Justin Wilson, last year they went through, you know, lefties. Uh, playoff baseball is just so different, and, and the way that you set up your bullpen, so much different in the postseason, and this really a signal they're trying to get everything situated, everything righted, figuring out exactly what they're going to do with that playoff bullpen. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, and this is how a lot of teams have, have set up uh, postseason bullpens over the last Years. It's what the it's what the Indians did uh, last year with Andrew Miller. It's what the the Royals did when they got Wade Davis, who is now the Cubs' closer, uh, and they made a couple World Series runs out of having Wade Davis as their closer and a couple guys behind him. So now with Davis and Miller, you hopefully have locked down the eighth and ninth innings, and the other guys can kind of mix and match in the sixth and seventh innings. This, this makes that bullpen much stronger and definitely playoff ready. Uh, let me follow up with the talent that is here now in Des Moines with the Iowa Cubs. Are they still going to use some of those players as trade bait, or have they kind of exhausted that at the moment? Well, gee, it's not a lot. You know, there's not a lot left there after the trade of, of Jimmy yeah, Candelario. Yeah. Uh, you know, who's you know one of the was one of the top prospects. I'm, I'm happy for Candelario. He was blocked in Chicago. He'll get a chance to play in Detroit. And I wish them the best. Uh, you know, the Cubs are going to have to retool the system. One of the one of the things you do with the farm system, in addition to trying to produce players for your major league club, is to try and produce trade chips, and that's what they've done. They've graduated a lot of players out of the system: Kyle Schwarber, Chris Bryan, Albert Almora, Javier Baez, and Ian Happ. Uh, 
you know, those are all number one draft picks for the Cubs who are now playing for the major league team. But they've also used a, a lot of um, guys who they drafted or signed to to make deals. And so now this, you know, the system is a little bit bare, and and they're they're obviously in win now mode. So they're going to have to take the next three or four years to try and rebuild that system. One more on this trade, Al. We're talking with Al Yellen, bleed Cubby Blue. You know, giving up Candelario, a guy that was blocked, uh, Paredes. There, there's been, I've seen some people in the blogosphere, some people on Twitter, some Cubs fans felt like they gave up maybe a little too much in this one. Can you see that line of thinking, or do you think they gave up the right amount here to bring in two chips? It's definitely the right amount. I mean, first of all, Justin Wilson is not a rental. Justin Wilson is under team control for another year. Right. So that's a guy. If they decide to keep Wade Davis, which I would, I would be in favor of. I think Davis is a solid guy, good closer. He's a good clubhouse guy. Uh, to have him and Justin Wilson both this year and next, that's a good thing. So this is not giving up a guy who, who for somebody who's going to just leave at the end of the year. Alex Avila will probably be gone at the end of the year. You know, Isaac Paredes, who is who also traded in this deal, he's 18 years old. I mean, he looks like he could be a really good player. But there's somebody who's four years away from the major leagues, and the Cubs are, you know, hoping to win more World Series over the next four years. So I, I think it's absolutely the right amount to give up for those two particular people. Uh, what do you make so far of what the Cubs have done as far as making deals, and also now with the trade deadline coming in here late afternoon, uh, what you have seen so far? Well, I, I think the Cubs have made the, the deals that were right for them. They addressed three specific needs that they had. They they needed a starting pitcher who who had team control, and they got a really good starting pitcher who they'll have for three more years after this year at very reasonable contract terms. I mean, they can't really you can't really beat that deal, even though they had to give up Eloy Jimenez to get Jose Quintana. Uh, you know, they got a top notch pitcher uh, for, for you know, like who's also maybe three years away from the major leagues. Uh, they they needed to to bolster the bullpen. They did that, and after uh, letting Miguel Montero go, they needed a veteran backup catcher to help out Wilson Contreras. So uh, they did really well on these on these deadline deals. I'd, I'd give I'd give Theo and company an A for all of them. Well, we're getting closer and closer to the deadline. Sonny Gray, Zach Britton, you Darvish, some of the big names out there still that people are talking about. Do you see a big deal still for the Cubs? A small deal, or you think they're going to stand pat? Make some phone calls, but they are pretty much set going forward. Uh, get out your crystal ball. Where are you at right now, Al? I think the Cubs are done dealing uh, right now. I mean, it's conceivable they could bring in somebody who clears waivers in August, but I don't really see who that would be at this point. The bullpen looks solid. The backup catching situation has now been fixed. The starting rotation looks good. Uh, so I think the Cubs, you know, the, the 25 guys you're going to see on the field starting uh, tomorrow night, the, that's probably the, the players they're going to choose the playoff roster from uh, presuming they do, in fact, go on to uh, win this division and make the make the postseason. As far as other other trades, other trades for other teams, you know, Sonny Gray's been linked to a bunch of teams. Nothing's happened yet. Hugh Darvish has been linked to a bunch of teams. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so that's a rental for anybody who wants him. The uh, the uh, Astros just traded for Francisco Liriano, who uh, right. was really pretty. He's been pretty good over the last couple of years. Has not been good this year, but that was something uh, that might bolster their rotation as they go into the postseason. So far, you know, besides the uh, the Wilson and Avila deal, that's the biggest one that's happened on this day. Uh, Al Yellen is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. 
Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Al, would you match the Cubs roster since you said you thought they're pretty well done now? Uh, how would they match up now against the Dodgers, against the Nationals, and if we were going to already be in late September and getting ready for the playoffs? One thing you now have on this Cubs team is three left-handed relievers who can all go multiple innings, and Brian Dunsing, Michael Montgomery, and Justin Wilson. These these guys are not just you know left-handed one-out guys. So uh, Joe Madden has a real opportunity to mix and match. One of the things the Dodgers did that's made for their improvement this year is all their left-handed hitters who were really vulnerable to left-handed pitching last year are now uh, doing a little better against lefties. So, yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the postseason. Those lefties could suddenly stop hitting lefties in October. Uh, the left-handed uh, relief is also going to help them against the Nationals, who have some solid uh, left-handed hit, including, of course, Bryce Harper. Uh, the Dodgers are, you know, they're, they're, it's crazy. They're just running away with everything. Yeah. You know, they kind of look like the Mariners did back in 2001. Of course, the Mariners didn't even get to the World Series. Um, once you get to October, you, you can cross off all the regular season records. Nothing matters. The Cubs are one of the very few teams with the best overall regular season record to win the World Series over the last 15 years or so. So, you know, one, uh, the, the Cubs are, as you noted earlier, are playing as well as anybody right now. So I matched them up with the Dodgers and Nationals as you know, almost even at this point. 13-3 and three since the All-Star break. Al, if you had to only point, it's baseball It's always a combination of a bunch of different things. What's the one thing you've seen out of this team that has been so much better as we flipped over to the second half? Well, it's clearly the starting pitching. That was one of the things that was really so surprising after those starters were so good last year is that they were really kind of mediocre in the first half. But, you know, they've all turned it on all – all five of them, uh, from John Lester all the way down to John Lackey, they've all been really good since the break. And I, you know, I look forward to that continuing uh, the rest of the year. That's something that has really helped this team, and I think will continue to do so. Al Yellen is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Al, as far as what we have seen throughout the first part of the season, and now that we have moved into late July and beginning of August, do you still see a race in the Central Division, or do the Pirates, Brewers, St. Louis just kind of fall by the wayside? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I think the, the Cardinals appear to be in, in, about at the end of their long run of postseason uh, appearances. They, there's just something about that team that doesn't quite ring right. Uh, the offense hasn't been very good. They've had a lot of injuries. They've had to change closers. Uh, the Pirates have been on, you know, they, they, they go on a run for a week and then they go on the opposite direction for a week. They, they look like they're going to finish around 500 is my guess. Uh, the Brewers are a little bit ahead of their schedule and their rebuild. I think they were looking for next year, maybe as starting their window of contention. They may have started a little bit early. Uh, but as we saw over the, over the weekend and, and as we've seen from the Brewers over, uh, since the All-Star break, they, they still do have some holes on that team that they need to fill. Uh, they they could still perhaps give the Cubs a little bit of a run, but in the end, I think that they you know they're they're maybe about an 85 win team this year, which is probably a lot better than they had hoped. But in the end, I think the Cubs uh, will win this division. And as I said earlier, not going away, but but they should uh, win comfortably as long as everything keeps going the way it's been going. 
Well, we'll let you go on, on a somber note here, Al. I know uh, you guys in Cubs Blogosphere Nation uh, mourning the loss of one of our friends of our program, John Arguello over at the Cubs Den. Did great work. We loved having him on the program and, and certainly some sad news and a guy I know you know as well, Al. Yeah, I mean, John is not only a colleague, but became a friend over the last couple of springs when I spent time hanging, hanging with him at the Cub Spring Complex. Just a kind and generous man, and uh, and and he's just he's a loss not just to uh, to uh, baseball and the Cubs, but but to humanity. I, I send my my sincere uh, condolences and sympathies to his wife Stacy and to all his friends and to you know everybody who uh, read his writing. Thank you so much, Al. Thank you for those kind words about John. He was one of our favorite guys on the show. Al, have a great day. Thanks, man. You too. Thanks for having me. That's Al Yellen, Bleed Cubby Blue, right here on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mead, uh, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Trent, did you get a chance to take a quick look at the Steve Bartman statement just by chance? Uh, just uh, peeked at it. That's about peeked all. Peeked at it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was very gracious uh, and and did not take any shots at Cubs fans, anything like that. Said that he really didn't deserve the ring, but he's uh, he and his family will uh, cherish it for generations to come. Uh, a very nice and kind uh, letter from Steve Bartman. And now indicated he's hoping that this will finally put that tragic incident uh, finally to bed. I agree with that one. Al said the same thing. Hopefully we can move past this, past this now. Bartman will not be a conversation piece anymore. The Cubs fans in general, after the initial you know, surge of ugliness that happened, it, it wasn't anything that was longstanding. I know there are a few people out there that still blamed him, but I think after the dust settled, People realized it was Alex Gonzalez making a mistake at shortstop. That's what it mm-hmm. was. It wasn't Bartman. It was an easy scapegoat, and it it's obviously healed even more what happened last October. Yeah, absolutely. You got that right. Yep, they've won the series. He's going to get a uh, a ring, and now it is definitely time for people to let that go. Uh, Mitch Holtus, I can't wait to have Mitch on the show. You're right. we got to do a little Kansas City baseball uh, with him uh, as well. Longtime voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtus will be our guest roughly in about 15 minutes. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. 
It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found the Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options the Casey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. Lucchese Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit Lucchese Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Lucchese, and you will be too. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented my pillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web 
at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Back with you here on a Monday, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talkers 1700 from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Mr. Brinson, we uh, talked some Hawkeyes earlier today with Tom Kakert. But you know, it's just not Hawkeyes. Uh, the Cyclones also opened up football practice and ready to roll. The uh, me- media availability earlier today and some things to pull away. Alex Halstead was there, so we'll have him on the show tomorrow, talk a little bit about that. But it seems like the expectations for Cyclone football continuing to build as we get ready to kit- flip the calendar over to August starting tomorrow. Well, I can't blame Cyclone fans for being giddy about what this team looks like. The problem, once again, is is can that be W's on the field? Look, they were giddy when Paul Rhodes was there and made it to a couple of bowl games, didn't have any success, but at least they got there. And then the program went right in the dumpster. So now, second year for Matt Campbell. Didn't fare well in his first year, but that was expected. But there were some promising things that came out of that first year. The key will be, Trent, you and I are very high on the quarterback in mm-hmm. Park. Yep. We're high on the running backs. We're high on the wide receivers. The key is offensive line. Will Park have a chance to be able to throw? And two, the defense. And taking your starting quarterback, Joel Lanning, and moving him into the starting linebacker role. Uh, to me, this is this is a college football story that is not going to go away. And if and if that defense solidifies itself and Lanning has some success, uh, this is going to be absolutely incredible. That I mean that's that's a major story which probably then will be probably broadcast nationwide. Well, to me, the Lanning story isn't nearly as big because in my mind it's not going to matter unless they get play up front. You know, if they don't get anything out of that front four, it's not going to matter if Joel Lanning turns out to be the next Dick Buckus if there's guys that are all over him. They need that defensive line, those junior college guys, to be able to come in right away and be ready to roll. I agree with you. That, that He is going to have to get help, and you know as well as I do, Big 12 is such an offensive-minded conference. Do you still think they've got to put up at least... 35 to 38 points a game to have a chance to win. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Absolutely. I mean, that that's the way that this conference as a whole is built. Yeah, and offensively, they're going to have to do that because defensively, I don't see it being a strong point. Will they be improved defensively? Yeah, I think so. But let's not make this out to be the 85 Bears here either. They're going to have to <laughs> score points if they're going to win football games. I don't think there's any doubt about that. That's what's going to be the most important cog here 
if the offense, for whatever reason, say the offensive line. I'm a believer in Tom Manning and what he did last year with that offensive line, that he's going to be able to build a decent offensive line this year with a lot of young guys in there. I think he'll be able to do that. How long is it going to take? You know, that's another piece where this team, the way the schedule breaks, they don't have a lot of time to kind of build things. They, they, if this is going to be a team that wins five, six games this season, they got to be ready right away. They got to win games early to get to that level and win that number of games. So it can't be that the JUCOs on the defensive line are going to take a while to get acclimated, take a while to figure out and fix that offensive line and how you're going to play those different pieces. They don't have time like they did a year ago to build up to it because the expectations are building. I agree with you. They don't have somebody like Alcorn A&M or Grambling on their their schedule for their first game to try to work out everything. I mean, they get blasted with UNI right from the get-go. And we know what UNI has had success against Iowa State in on that Cyclone field at Jack Trice Stadium in recent years. They've come in and beat them up pretty good. Yeah, they won two of the last three games in that one. Let's get out right now to the Draft House 50 hotline. You can join us here. we got some time for your open phone calls before we bring in Mitch Holtis. we got James on the line first at 264-1700. What's up, James? Okay, so do you think an under, like, it's a story under the radar is Mark Antonio on the hot seat? I mean, if what happened at Michigan State happened in the SEC or the Big 12, we'd be comparing it to Baylor or Ole Miss because it's a lot more similar than it is different. And I think the media is giving him too much of a pass because, you know, when Farron said the whole rabdo, Pat Forty, and everyone called for his job, but I haven't seen much of that with Antonio. What are your thoughts? And we'll hang up and listen. Thanks a lot, James. Yeah, an interesting one over in the Big Ten. And James brings up a good point. This has not become a big national story, and, and there's a lot of issues that have gone at Michigan State. Kind of surprising, Jimmy B., where it seems like, you know, that frenzy starts to build, and by the end of it, a coach usually loses his job. Hasn't even been close to the case with Michigan State. I agree with uh, with what you just stated and with what James stated as well. This is a, a very interesting story. Are all the facts out, though, in this case? Baylor, the facts were so explosive immediately and that it was going on for a couple of years, and they had guys that were spending time in jail and prison in those recent years for uh, alleged sexual assaults, that I, I, I don't think that all the facts are out right now for Michigan State, and that could be, just could be, one of the reasons why that's not getting as much national play or maybe why it wasn't as explosive as Baylor. Well, the criminal charges that came during the offseason, three, uh, three players, Josh King, Donnie Corley, and Demetric Vance, uh, were the three that were brought up on sexual charges being brought up against them. A fourth, a separate case for criminal sexual charges also brought up there. You're talking about four players. I guess in sheer numbers, it isn't quite the same as Baylor and what we heard, mm-hmm. and, and maybe that's the reason for it. It's not a good look. And and you know, Jimmy B, if he has another season where they struggle and Michigan State goes 3-9 and nine again this year like they did a season ago, well, it's a pretty easy axe to fall, right? You, you got a guy I would that think so. programs yeah. falling on yeah. hard times, plus this is yeah. also happening. We're not going to give you that extra leash here. You're going to hang with it. We're going to get rid of you, and we're going to go in a different direction. I, I think that's more likely what would happen. It, 
you know, there's some people that just find it hard to believe after one bad season and after what he did five of the six seasons before winning double-digit games that he could even be close to the hot seat. But it changes quickly, Jim. We see it all the time. Absolutely. And look, with with what he has going on there with those players that you just discussed, I, I think it's a case in point. If he only wins three or four games again and is not a, a bowl team or even in the mix in the east of the Big Ten, then I think that the powers that be would have to take a serious look. And I think also, Trent, with those players, if there is more explosive news that comes out, like when you just reference those four, if it comes out that there's four others that weren't named in the process, something of that nature, and there were more egregious acts, I have a feeling then that that would doom uh, doom coach right away. Uh, so it would be a combination of the two. Again, a very poor season, and two, the egregious acts that took place during the offseason. Who's on the big se- uh, on the hot seat in the Big Ten? Urban Meyer, no. Harbaugh, no. no. James no. Franklin, no, after what he did last year. Ference, no. Fitzgerald, no. Paul Chris, no. Fleck, no. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get to Nebraska. That that would be the one, right? Mike Riley, because yes. Durkin's new. Lovey might be the other one, only year number two for him, but he'd probably throw him in the boat. I guess outside of D'Antonio, those would be the two guys I talk about. Lovey Smith at Illinois, and then, of course, Mike Riley at Nebraska. I think if they see improvement at Illinois, any kind of improvement at, <laughs> at Illinois, Lovey will probably catch a break. For Nebraska, I think Cornhusker fans believe that they're a nine-win nine team, ten-win team. At least that's the way they view it, and they're going to win the West. I don't see it that way. No, I think they're going to have all kinds of problems as well. And maybe they're six and six, seven and five, but I could see that team once again five and seven. And if that's the case, if they have yet another losing season, the second in three years for Riley, I just don't know how they can bring him back. He, he's a sit. What? How, how old is Riley now? Sixty, sixty-three. Uh, what? Something like that. I know yeah. he's early sixties. Yeah. You know, you got a guy that is up there in age, has not turned the program around. Hasn't been close to contention for a division title even. They don't even think division titles over there. They think conference championships. That's something that hasn't happened since almost 20 years ago, the last time they won a conference title. I don't know if he can survive another five and seven year like he had in year number one. The lucky thing for him is there weren't enough bowl eligible teams that year. They were able to get in a bowl game. They won that bowl game. So that led to some excitement from last year. I just don't know if he can survive at Nebraska, a place that has fired coaches for winning nine games before, and Frank Solich, and, and then Bo after him. I can't see that happening for Riley. I'm with you. I, I, I really can't see that, that taking place, especially if they get blown out in a couple of games sure. and, and if they lose some non-conference games. So if that's the case and they don't get out of the blocks quickly, I really think, then, it could come crashing down on Mike Riley. We'll take the time out here. When we come back on the other side, we kick off our training camp reports. Mitch Holtis with the Kansas City Chiefs. He'll join us as he does each and every weekday through spring, uh, through uh, summer camp with the Kansas City Chiefs. 
140 each and every day for Kansas City Chiefs Talks with Mitch Holtis. That's next here on Jimmy B and TC. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from, so place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh, well, uh... Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um... Well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. <laughs> Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Loans are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. I was making great progress on building my savings, but then I get hit with an unexpected car repair bill. Keeping a close eye on my credit score allowed me to buy my first house, but an unexpected medical emergency set me back. When the unexpected happened, Avant was there to help. If you need to borrow $1,000 to $35,000, try Avant. It's fast, simple, and transparent. Everything is done online. There are no prepayment fees and no collateral is required. And you can instantly check your rate with no impact to your credit score. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. And now, Avant will give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your rates and to get the special radio offer go to avant.com today and enter promo code 2020 when applying that's avant.com promo code 2020 go to avant.com today and enter promo code 2020 
It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Again. Welcome. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. As we'll take you up until 3 o'clock as we do each and every afternoon. Uh, Jimmy B, we're getting ready for some Chiefs talk as that will uh, be beginning here with our man Mitch Holtis. But... One of the hottest teams in baseball continues to be those Kansas City Royals. They are, Trent. And look, this is a club right now. They've, they've got a late afternoon game today. where They will begin a series against the Baltimore Orioles, who, by the way, have kind of turned the corner a little bit now. They were uh, flailing away and really scuffling, and they put together a few wins uh, in the last uh, week and a half. So uh, the Orioles are trying to play themselves back in, but... It is the Royals that have become maybe the Royals and Cubs, the talk of the of the Midwest. As the Twins fade and the Royals explode, they are right now, if the playoffs were today, Kansas City would have the second wild card spot. Now you're telling me that the Royals, after that start, where everybody was ready to trade anybody on that team, at the end of April and half of May, and here they here they are right now, two games behind Cleveland in the Central Division of the American League and claiming the final wild card spot in the American League. It's a tremendous turnaround trend. It really is. Well, you just go back to April and how bad they looked, and it didn't look like there was going to be any shot for them to be able to turn it around. I mean, they, they were that bad where you thought it was over for them. And what they've turned into... They make another small upgrade yesterday, bringing in Melky Cabrera, a uh, guy that, you know, solid outfielder, can help them out in some sure. certain spots out there. He's he's a pro. He's not going to, wow, you're not going to see the, the front page of the Kansas City Star that's going to have uh, Melky Cabrera on the front of it. But another small move here is they're just trying to uh, build some pieces here and continue to build this team up. Hey, as we saw with them a couple years back when they first made the uh, the playoffs as a wildcard team, Anything can happen once you get in. That's the that's the key right there. 
The key is just to get in, and then it's a brand-new season. You start all over again. It's totally different than the NFL where it's one game and you're done. It's a series just like hockey, just like the NBA, and that's what makes it so interesting when you get into fall baseball. And the Royals, look, back-to-back World Series, lost the first one to the Giants, won the second one, and claimed that World Series title. And fans that were so disenchanted early with this team all of a sudden now are back, and they are cheering this team. Uh, What a change it has been for Kansas City. It has been, and it's been a lot of fun to keep an eye on. I told you earlier today, Jim, I think that's where you're going to get, if you're looking for a Midwest baseball race, that's where you're going to get it. Uh, Much like the Cubs, I've been waiting all season long for the Indians just to to catch fire, you know, kind of do their thing, and they Mm -hmm. finally have. The problem for them is there's another team that's right there with them, and it's Kansas City that that doesn't seem like they're going away. Uh, Now, a name that's been mentioned with the Indians is you, Darvish. Are are you a you, Darvish fan? I was when he first went to Texas, and then he's kind of lost his mojo a little bit. Look, maybe he's one of those guys, Trent, that just needs a change of scenery. I mean, we talk about that all the time. And maybe he'll pitch better if he gets out of pitching in that heat. I mean, people don't understand when your first pitch goes off at 7.15 at night in Dallas, it's still 100 degrees out. Still 100 degrees. And that is a open-air stadium. It's tough to play there during the summertime and maybe he's one of those guys where he doesn't deal with that sort of temperature uh that well i don't know i'm just trying to i'm looking for things on why all of a sudden his game has fallen off a little bit so like i said change of scenery might do him good well and you look at the peripheral numbers past just the win-loss record i mean he's been really good again this year his whip is at 1.16 strikeout per nine is over nine uh, everything has kind of fallen along of what he's done throughout his career. It's just a win-loss record. Well, the Rangers aren't very good, and that's why you have to be careful, Jimmy B. I, I try to help you out. Don't just look at that win-loss record. Okay. All right. I'll stay away from it. I'll I'll go cyber, cyber metrics here and, and try to hang in there with you. <laughs> but I know what ERA is. I know what on-base percentage is. I know what win-loss is. I know what batting average is. I know what RBI is. The rest of it, it's Greek to me. Who would you rather have then? You're making, you're sitting there in the hot spot. You're making a yep. trade. You offer up the same package of prospects for you, Darvish, or for Sonny Gray. Who would you want? Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, Darvish is uh, in the last year of his deal. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. Okay, so he's a rental player for the most part. Sonny Gray is a guy, is he in the last year, do you know right off the top, or is he a guy that's got a year or two left, but it's a very manageable contract? Yeah, I believe he's under team control. Sign, uh, Sonny Gray, no, he is a free agent at year end as well. Okay, so they're both rental possibilities. I would I would be inclined, if that if that's the case, if they're both rental possibilities, well, here's the difference. Sonny Gray is arbitration eligible for 2018 oh, okay. and 2019. Okay, yep. okay, where Darvish can walk. Yes. So we know he's a he's a rental player for sure. 
Okay. Uh, depending on who takes him and in that rotation, I would probably go for Sonny Gray just because you have that opportunity to control uh, at the end of the season. If you're a monstrous money club that believes that they've got a solid farm system and they have guys that they believe will be up and coming and be in their lineup next year, then I would probably spring spring for you, Darvish, uh, from that standpoint. But if you saying who's the best pitcher right now, as you gave out the metrics on Darvish, I would probably go with Darvish. Yeah, I, I and I think you know the piece of well, Sonny Gray's twenty seven, but I mean, he was terrible last year. He he was really bad. Mm, he was, ago. yeah. He's yep. had injuries even this year. You know, he had the lat strain back in April. I I personally would still take the shot with Darvish. I think there's a lot more upside there. Sonny Gray, I mean, he could be really good. I, there, that's not to take away, but he still isn't for a World Series team. He's not that ace, at least to me. I think you, Darvish, can be that ace. That, that's the difference, at least in my mind, between those two. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I really think that that would be the case. Do you think both of those guys will get moved before the deadline? The Yankees appear to be the one that's the front runner. I saw a report, oh, probably 45 minutes ago, that that is apparently gaining traction, is the way that they put it, uh, with the Yankees going out there and bringing in uh, Sonny Gray. And then I, I think Cleveland's the one that I've seen be the front runner for you, Darvish, at mm-hmm. least here as of late. A lot of teams still interested in him. You know, the Astros, they get Francisco Liriano today. Does that change their discourse of what they're looking to do to add another starting pitcher? I would think not, especially a guy with a lot bigger upside than a guy like Francisco Liriano. But the moving pieces continue. I say no. I don't think both of them will go. One of them will go will be my prediction, not both of them. Okay, fair enough. Do you think that we would see anything more from the Kansas City Royals? Maybe a small move, uh, maybe a little bit more depth. Of course, they brought in Trevor Cahill uh, to fill out that rotation. Still top to bottom, it is not a staff that wows you. Yeah, I could see them making another bit move, but I don't see them doing anything big, anything monstrous now. With Melky Cabrera, the latest to come over, I think they're mm-hmm. they're pretty much done outside of maybe a tweak or two. Okay, all right. So the two big names pretty much we're waiting on are both pitchers, Darvish and Gray, and we'll see if indeed both of them have changed clubs before the trading deadline today. Um, one of the things that I wanted to get in, and, and it's sorry we didn't hook up with uh, with Mitch Holtis uh, at this particular time, because I really wanted to talk to him about the Chiefs and, and get his perspective on Pat Mahomes and how well he has been able to absorb the Kansas City Chiefs playbook because I'm really looking forward to seeing him back up Alex Smith, because you know, Trent, you know there's going to come a time during the season where he is going to get some playing time. Well, and I think another interesting part here is, you know, what they did with Tyreek Hill, and that's something that when I was emailing with Mitch last night, we're going to touch on when we get him in, probably hopefully tomorrow we'll get him in that 140 slot to kick off August. You know, he, uh, Tyreek Hill, we saw the dynamic aspect of his game a year ago, but did you see where they're talking about moving him off of kickoff return duty? Interesting. Yeah. Who are they going to put back there? Who are they going to do that? Well, it'll be D'Anthony Thomas, who who is a really okay. good returner in his own right. 
And I guess because of the number of things they want to do with Tyreek Hill, it's just for a small guy, you got to find a way to slow down the number of hits a guy is going to take. I guess that's the spot that makes sense. He's as good as he is as a kick returner. He's even better as a punt returner. So you don't want to take him away from that. And I think that's kind of what the Chiefs line of thinking is. All right. We got a guy in DeAnthony Thomas who's pretty good himself. We can have him be our kick returner and hopefully keep Tyreek Hill healthy by going this route. On the surface, it makes sense, but I don't. You know, there's going to be people frustrated by it, Jimmy B. It's it's the nature. Whenever you take a yes. guy away that that's good is that good at something, people are going to be upset. Well, they will be upset, but if indeed DeAnthony Thomas uh, pulls off a couple of big returns, then that will stop immediately because they'll immediately say, "Oh." What a great move by Andy Reid and his staff. It, it's amazing how <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's why you're the coach. That's why you get all the praise and you get all the heat as well. Well, I do have the audio cut from Mitch Holtis and Tyreek Hill. Let's play that right now as we got a moment here. A little Kansas City Chiefs report. They'll be happening with Mitch Holtis every day going forward at 140. Here's Mitch with Tyreek Hill at camp yesterday. It means a lot. Uh, it definitely means that uh, Coach Reed and our staff is definitely trusting me, and uh, I can't wait to uh, see what happens. It appears you're having as much fun as anybody out here on this field. What about that? Oh, yeah, man. Um, that's how we always was taught to play the game, uh, even with Coach Cully. Before he left, he was always like, have fun, have fun. And uh, even when G, when, uh, G. Lou came in, he was still saying the same thing, have fun. But uh, make sure you give 110%. And so that's what I try to do. I try to go out there and have fun. <clears throat> People, I don't think, know how good a route runner you are. What about being precise in your routes and taking pride in it? Oh, yeah. Um, you got to come out here and want it, man, because every day we competing, like, against our, cause, like, our secondary is so, like, serious, like, and for real. And, like, man, you're going against Marcus, going against Steve, going against EB Run, and, like, all the rest of those guys. So, man, we competing. Iron sharpens iron. And, like, we, both sides of the ball getting better. So there it is earlier. Uh, in fact, yesterday during camp, Mitch Holtis and Tyreek Hill. Going to be a fun season with the Kansas City Chiefs, Jimmy B. You said uh, you think Mahomes is going to see time, though, huh? I think so. I really do. I think that they're really pleased with the way that he uh, was able to assimilate to the playbook. And I think there'll be a few times, uh, barring an injury, of course, sure. where if the Chiefs if the Chiefs have that comfortable lead, I think you're going to see him out there just so fans get a chance to take a look at who most likely will be the guy in waiting uh, when Alex Smith uh, decides to retire or... Uh, if indeed it is a case where they believe that Mahomes is ready to step in next year, they would say goodbye to Alex Smith. Well, with that, Jimmy B., we're out of time for this hour. Hour number three of the program coming up next. We'll talk Hawkeyes, Cyclones, and much more. Bill Bender from the Sporting News will be with us. We'll talk college football with him and the Iowa non-conference schedule. We talked earlier with Tom Cakert. Jimmy B., mm-hmm. I, I got to let more fly. I, I am incredibly <laughs> upset with this garbage that Fran McCaffrey's schedule makers put together again this year for the Hawkeyes. It's awful, and we'll talk about it next year. Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real? 
classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Can you finish this little ad phrase? Get in the zone. Right, most people know it's get in the zone, AutoZone. But this message isn't about AutoZone, it's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? you know, memorable and powerful, then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you, no obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. You're part of a growing business. You need to hire, but not just any candidates. You need the right candidates. You need powerful tools to find the right fit for the job, and you need tools that are easy to use. That's where Indeed.com comes in. Indeed's advanced algorithm uses the specific details from your job listing to position your job post where more relevant candidates will find it, the right candidates. Screener questions help you zero in on the best talent, while sort and filter tools keep your recruitment organized. It's no surprise an independent study shows there are five times more hires made through Indeed than any other job site, more hires than the rest combined. And right now we're giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job, boosting your listing and relevant search results and helping you find qualified candidates faster. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed. My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini Pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe.